the gold digger stuff is interesting because women need to be so for real. An 18-year-old boy is not going to have the money in this economy, in this simulation, to provide for a woman and children. That's, it's just not the norm, and it's not something that we should put out there, right? Welcome to the Divested Diary Podcast. My name is Sharika Soul. I am so happy you are here. And we'll discuss Black culture, relationships, Black crime, and a little bit of politics. And look forward to discussing things that need to be discussed, open and honestly, without political correctness. All right, let's get started. Welcome to the Divested Diary. I'm your host, Sharika Soul. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how dating has been radicalized. Let's get into it. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not really into the whole gender wars. It's the man's fault. It's the women's fault. That's why nobody's getting married. And it's just a bunch of hookups and sad people sitting online talking about how they're single or divorced. I'm not really into all that, you know, but I do. I am interested and the reality that I see dating has been radicalized. First of all, I'd like to say that I think that people should date within their political affiliation, okay? I learned the hard way years ago, dating someone who doesn't actually align with your hardcore political values, it's not gonna work, okay? I myself am a black woman, and one time I was dating a black liberal man many, many years ago, but it's true. And that was a main point of contention in our relationship is that I could not sit there, stomach, listening to this man complain about white supremacy and racism. I thought it was the most ridiculous thing, okay? And it was ridiculous. I cannot get in the mood to make out with my boyfriend fiance, have you, every time we are together, you are acting depressed and oppressed. Okay. There's nothing sexy about an oppressed man. That does not ooze sex appeal, nor does it make me feel safe or that you are capable of being a provider and a protector of our children. No, not at all. I don't want somebody who thinks their life is over before it started every single morning to be around me. I don't even want them touching my body. It's just really bad vibes. You guys get the point, okay? So it did not work out because I literally could not get aroused around a man like that. I just would go places with this guy and, you know, we'd have like a conversation that was a little bit political and maybe a little bit heated. And then we would go and get something to eat, right? And I'm thinking about everything he said about the white man and white society. And we go into a Starbucks and there is a white girl behind the counter. And I'm thinking to myself, does this guy really think that this 17-year-old white girl is oppressing his whole life and future and there is no way for him to ever make it anywhere in life? Like, this is crazy. She's like 105 pounds. And my boyfriend was like a six foot three, 200 pound guy at the time. I just thought it was 
insanity than an adult male in their 20s. Well, you get what I mean. It just, when you think about it and then you go out to eat and you look around, I couldn't take it seriously. So dating for me changed at that moment. And I'm fine with that. You know, again, I'm not here to pick a side and say it's the men's fault, it's the women's fault. I just think it's interesting that politics has basically affected everything, even though I feel there was such a time in my 20s, my early 20s anyway, where I was in complete denial that politics had anything really to do with my life. As whereas now, as an older person, I'm definitely aware that politics has affected every aspect of my life, including how I date, including how a lot of people date. And back to the radicalization of dating and where we're at, I see another trend. You know, instead of women kind of just being direct and saying, hey, I want to have a healthy family unit where we raise children and we are not in poverty. We're both contributing to the home in healthy ways. Let's try to work, work on that. We have radical extremists coming online and literally berating everyone for basically not wanting to demand a man pay your rent the first day he meets you, which I do think that's radical. I also think the gold digger stuff is interesting because women need to be so for real. An 18-year-old boy is not going to have the money in this economy, in this simulation, to provide for a woman and children. It's just not the norm, and it's not something that we should put out there, right? But on the other hand, we have trad wife women who are completely opposite of the gold digger types. And I think their message can also be extreme as well. It's been a little bit radicalized. You have to want to live a certain lifestyle to be a trad wife. And when you're trying to attract those type of men, you have to be honest with the kind of man that wants to live in the wilderness and build a cabin with his bare hands and keep his guns, et cetera, et cetera. It's not going to be a guy that goes to the drag show on the weekend. He's not going to be down with any of that. So everything's being radicalized when there's really, there's a gray area here. Again, doubling back to the gold digger thing where I was saying, in my opinion, where that's been radicalized is women kind of being so extreme when they're talking about wanting providers that it sounds like straight up prostitution. And it's also not realistic. It's not just 30-year-old people walking around this earth. It's fine for a 35-year-old woman, if she is single, to prefer to be with a man that has a job. That is not irrational. It's also fine for a 25-year-old woman to prefer to be with a man who works a job and is not you know, smoking crack on the weekend. But the extremist part comes in when we forget that everybody goes through phases each stage of their life. And even 18 to 25 for men is is a roller coaster. And again, it is not the norm for a 25-year-old guy to have a hundred, 
200, $300,000 in his bank, ready to go to fund a wife, a stay-at-home wife, a trad wife life, if you will, and a bunch of babies. Maybe he could start out with one and he's got, you know, a salary of $70,000 a year, something like that. Who knows? Don't shoot me on the numbers. I'm just trying to be realistic here because everything's expensive. And that's where, to me, the radicalization of dating is going awry. In an effort to spread encouragement and in an effort to open doors to resources for women like myself, I would like to start an org for women's rights. Black women are still women, but are often attached to black men's rights. And that is not right. We need to support women and children first. 70% of black women are single mothers and two thirds of the black family home. The financial provider is the black woman. If we build women up with simple things like cars or college books, we can change a struggle into a testimony. I did and so can millions of women and men searching for a little hand up, not a handout. Please visit divesteddiary.com for more information and to donate. In this society, no matter how good your intentions are, no matter how much of a trad wife or a gold digger you want to be, the price of everything being more expensive affects how we all operate in this world. People are too tired to court someone. The men, I don't blame them a lot seeing some of these movements, men going their own way sometimes, because if you're only making $50,000 a year and you live in a town where there just aren't that many more opportunities to make money, it is difficult to please a woman who thinks that, you know, it's so easy to just go get a house in 2024 as it was in 1982. Even now, in 2024, I believe that it's more expensive now than it was in 2017 to get a house. And all of that is also radicalizing the way people date because people are making extreme decisions based on their financial situation and what they think they can handle financially. You know, you have a lot of people who want to date do this long distance dating and stuff like that. And realistically, in this economy, yeah, maybe in 2015 when plane tickets were like 150 bucks and it was no big deal to hop on a plane and go somewhere. But in 2024, when you have extra security cautions and mass mandates and all of this craziness and they're charging $100 extra fee for this and a $50 fee for that. And, the, you know, everything's more expensive, even the car rental. No, you know, somebody's spending two grand to go and visit somebody versus, you know, used to be able to spend 500. So even long distance dating is being radicalized because people are making decisions based on their financial situation. And that's why I think we're seeing what we're seeing. Mm-mm-mm. And now it comes down to, well, who do you listen to for dating advice when everything is so extreme and people are so desperate for their clicks and views? Who do we listen to when there's so much bitterness involved? Well, personally, I think everybody should stop listening to the dating coaches and any 
of that type of content. I mean, sure, consume it, watch it, relate with it when it when it hits you, but don't take it too seriously because in the real world, relationships take time to build. There's not going to be a time where somebody walks into your life and everything's just ready to go. You know, you're not going to have an instant place to move into with your trad husband or your sugar daddy or whatever it is your dating goals are out there. Relationships take time to build. So you can take all the advice you want on women and what to do and should you call her? Should you go no contact? Should you call him? Should you block him? None of that matters because time is the only thing that's really in control of a relationship. And over time, you will build with someone or you will break each other down. That's the way it is. Because at the end of the day, a stranger on the internet who doesn't know you and your life and the things that you survive, they cannot tell you how to navigate relationships with other people, especially romantic relationships. That is a super personal thing, kind of like a relationship with God or spiritual beliefs, right? It's super personal. And I think in order for us to de-radicalize ourselves from this extreme trads and the extreme gold diggers of the world, we need to just remember that we matter and take it slow because a relationship takes time to build. And again, the strangers on the internet don't know you. They don't know what you can and cannot handle, what you are willing to put up with. Some people are willing to put up with a lot of different things. Some people are not willing to put up with certain things. Some men like loud, flirtatious women. Some men do not want a trad wife who has millions of followers on TikTok. They want a wife who's trad in the sense that she's conservative and focused on her family. It's all good, whatever you want to decide. But I think we should de-radicalize the idea of dating and just take people at face value and give it time. Time to get to know each other and time to navigate our way through this crazy place we call Earth. Because this place is crazy. It's crazy enough without trying to find your soulmate. It's crazy enough because like I say, everybody's got bills to pay and this place just gets more and more expensive as time goes on. And that is causing a lot of people to change the way they view how they're going to go about dating. And here we go. Episodes will air weekly and you can find me where you listen to your favorite podcast. And of course, on my website at divestediary.com or my favorite social media app, X at SharikaSoul84. 